The holiday season is off and rolling with the NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting mid-season form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four. BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played, from MMA to international soccer. Head to the Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Trev. 4 p.m. this Sunday, yeah. out in L.A., SoFi mm-hmm. Stadium, Rams Beautiful. versus Commanders. Yeah. What do you kind of let's just get a general idea of what you expect to see from the commanders against a six and seven Rams team that's coming off a tough overtime loss to the Ravens, mm-hmm. who's battling for a playoff spot. I believe there's like yeah. five teams fighting for two spots, and they're all like either seven and six or six and seven. What do you expect to see? Uh, hold on. Before I answer that, real quick, shout out PNW Trout Slayer. Just got a ref the district oh, bucket hat last week. Sweet. That's that's dope. Very nice. Appreciate you. That, that, I'm gonna Trout. put my bucket hat on. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. There you go. Hey. hey all all right. right. Appreciate you, Trout Slayer. That yeah, that's awesome. All right, for the Rams, how do I think the Commanders are gonna come out? I think focused energetic, more competitive. Hmm. Um, uh, With the understanding that it's the last quarter of the season, treat it as in you're 0-0, we try to go 4-0. You you spent the bye week learning that what went wrong so far, how you missed the playoffs, how Terry McLaurin was running cardio the last game out there. Um, So they've had a week and a half to appreciate you, Nathan. I hope you feel better as well, my my guy. Um, yeah, focused, competitive, and believe it or not, some people in that locker room still want to play for Ron Rivera, so they're going to show that on Sunday. I agree with that, by the way. Um, bye week. This is also why I don't like late NFL bye weeks. Um, we pretty much lost playoff contention without getting a rest and a reset. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is we missed the playoffs two, three games ago, and now we have a bye. Um, sure. You could tell in the Dolphins game, we were just gassed. Our guys are tired, frustrated. Yeah. And when you're frustrated, yeah. you don't play as hard or to your abilities that you're used to playing. Um, so, yeah, I think after a week of reset and focus, they're trying to go 4-0 and this rest of the season. They're going to show some competitiveness and and show that, you know, it's still serious for for the most part. Okay, let me be a contrarian here, Trev. I love it. The last two games, not the last two yeah. weeks, the last three weeks, the last two games, they lost forty-five to ten, or yeah. forty-five to fifteen, and forty-five to ten. I can't even remember what order that was to the yeah. Cowboys and the Dolphins. Right. What makes you think that this team, coming off of those two horrific losses, are going to bounce back and be competitive against the Rams? Tired of getting embarrassed. 
Mm. Tired of getting their, excuse my French, tired of getting their ass kicked <laughs> right. on national television. Tired of laying goose eggs. Tired of, you know, all season they have the pieces, they have the, the locker room pieces needed to do what they need to do, but just got to, you know, figure it out. They're tired of saying that. Gibby said last week, the growth and development, it's just talk now. Yeah, it's been the, that's been the motto all season since training camp, and here we are yeah. at four and nine. So, I think um, frustration is going to be shown. You know, yeah, they're frustrated, so they, they're just not going to lay down anymore. Sure, and they got some rest. I mean, them boys just got blown out by Tyreek Hill. That's that's a fast man. They tired. They yeah. were tired after the first <laughs> series. So yeah, just come out focused, ready to play. You got okay. some rest. Get some. You got all healthy. Right. I think that's yeah. fair. I think I think the bye week plays a a major role on whether or not this team will be ready. They do have to go out west, which is which is not as difficult as coming east, like the uh, right. West Coast teams have to do. But yeah, I think that plays a little bit into it. Um, let's look at the uh, practice report. Um, Brian Robinson did not practice today. I was surprised about okay. that. James Smith Williams did not practice. Limited was Tyler Larson, and full <laughs> practice was Forbes and Sadiq Charles. Now, Sadiq Charles is still technically on the IR, but he's in his 21-day window to where they could bring him back at any day. They could bring him back okay. and play this game, start this game. Look, I was a big Chris Paul guy at left guard when he when yeah. Sadiq Charles went out. Chris Paul is not the answer. Let me just say that he had a nice game that first game. He's not the answer. I got over my skis on that one a little bit. It's okay. It's uh, okay. But uh, and also it says Curtis Hodges did not practice. Okay. I didn't even realize Curtis Hodges was still on this team. He's inactive every game. Is that what it is? He's inactive? Yeah, he's, he's inactive he every week. Oh, okay. No, he's well, I don't know how he, he hurt his back when he doesn't even play, but okay. <laughs> Um, but for the Rams, I wrote down their, their injury report today is, um, uh, offensive lineman, Rob Havenstein did not practice and Tutu Atwell did not practice today. Tutu That's Atwell good. is their, uh, third leading receiver He's and, um, behind of course, uh, Puka Nakua and Cooper <laughs> cup who are both healthy. Uh, tight end Tyler Higby was limited. Wide receiver Skwarnik was limited, uh, yeah. and linebacker Michael Hecht or Hocht was also limited in practice today. Look, the Rams are not a great team, Trev. Uh, they have some issues, uh, but here's the thing. Matthew Stafford, like most quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford, when given the time, can pick uh -huh. any team apart. Uh -huh. And this team the commanders have the worst defense in the NFL. Yes. So what, what is Matt Stafford going to do this team? Slice and dice, baby. <laughs> He's a surgical quarterback. He doesn't like to kill you right off the jump. He likes to get you in the operating room and, and surg surgically dismantle you. Yeah. Um, Pua, Pua Nakua, or however you say his name. Puka Nakua. Uh, Puka Nakua. I, I didn't know who he was until 
he started doing stuff in, in the Rams. Also, I didn't, you know, study draft picks, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. maybe he was talked about, maybe he wasn't. But for me personally, I have no idea who he was. And now his quarterback's Matt Stafford. I know who he is now. He's yeah. a stud across the side of Cooper Cup. He's going to surgically dismantle us. Um, I hate to say it, but now he is prone to throw some interceptions in his career in his day. How many you know, how many it, interceptions have the commanders forced in the last four games? Correct. Yeah. So um in order to stop him slicing and dicing, I need Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne to show up. Now I know they've been getting extra attention, triple team, double team, but damn it, John Allen, you're an all pro two years. Mm-hmm. Deron Payne, you just got paid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 11 and a half sacks last year. You're barely scraping five right now. Put some pressure on Matt Stafford. Make him uncomfortable with that bad elbow and make him force throws and he'll throw interceptions. When he's uncomfortable, yeah. he's a bad quarterback. But like you said at the beginning of the segment, you give him time, he wins Super Bowls. That's right. So that's right. Yeah, he's a, he's a darn good quarterback. Uh, I think yes. the weakest part of the Rams, look, looking through all the Rams stuff, they're, they're average. In so many ways, um, right. they're middle of the pack offensively, middle of the pack defensively, middle of the pack turnover ratio. Uh, I watched every snap against the Ravens last week in that game. Uh, they've got some talent, obviously, but they are lacking in some places. And w- one of the places I noticed was just what you were talking about is their interior offensive line. That's where Washington can feast. If I don't know why we would expect Allen and Payne to get to get home, but they should be able to. And I have a theory also, Trev, and oh, maybe it's for it. another day to get deep into. I blame a lot of the defensive problems they've had this year. Wait uh-huh. for it. Okay. Wait for it. I blame it on John Allen. Why and here's he, why. Y'all, why would he do this? No, I got to leave early. No, we got other things to talk about and then yeah. preview it for another show. Yeah. I like this. Why? Listen. Why? Go ahead. Why? John Allen has preached, and I've heard him on all kinds in all kinds of places. He talks to the junkies yes, every week. Every Monday. Yep. And he always says, We're four first rounders. This is when Chase and Montez were there. We're four <laughs> first rounders. We should be able to get home. We don't need blitzing. We don't need stunts. We should be able to get home. So okay. coaches listened to him. And says you're right. You shouldn't be able. You should be able to get home without doing it. I remember yeah. back a couple of years ago when they would have all these stunts to where um, I would watch. Literally, I mean this, Trev. I would watch John Allen beat his man, turn around, and block the guy who was blocking pain, I so remember, that pain yeah. would come free. Yeah. Now he wouldn't like beat him clean to where he would just go after the quarterback and turn around. But, I mean, he would be fighting him or whatever, and then he would just turn his body and block the other offensive lineman who was blocking Payne at the time, and Payne would go free. They've done nothing of that this year. <laughs> it's been four guys going up. So I think it's it's on John Allen. I think he's convinced all those coaches that they don't need all that stuff. I can beat my guy every time. Payne can beat his guy. Sweat can beat his guy. That's my theory. That's not how it's supposed to work. It's not supposed to work that way. So I blame a little bit on John Allen. 
I can so. I can agree with that with you. I, yeah, I'll, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And I love John Allen. Right. Let me just say that. I think John Allen is a fantastic football player. John Allen is going to have his his number in the ring or his name in the ring of honor at you know the new stadium someday. He absolutely will, Trev. He's a Pro Bowler this year, Trev. You watch. He will be in the Pro Bowl. Everyone likes to slander him because he hasn't had a great year and he's had some outbursts in the he locker won't. room and everything. But he won't. He would. He will. One hundred percent. He will. I promise you. He's like thirty-five okay. on the NFL top one hundred. That that weighs on voters' <laughs> minds. Yeah. Right. A Rams fan is going to vote fan or executive or whatever is going to vote for him. We had all of these previews of these teams week in and week out who kept telling us that the scariest part of Washington's entire team was the defensive line. But it's, it's a reputation. He's getting in the Pro Bowl. Just by Ralph Burgess is going to make the Pro Bowl before John Allen. I'm going to grab a tissue real quick. Keep going. All right. All right. So, so anyway, John Allen is definitely getting in the Pro Bowl. He's definitely still a building piece he's not young and he's all that but he is still unless a very important part traded. of this he, what, unless what he gets traded unless he gets traded he's not, he's a not building. i'm not i'm not so sold on him being a building piece he didn't already aired it out that he he thinks about being traded all the time he wouldn't really mind if he left you know yeah i don't he might not be here he might not he'll be here. be here trust me we we get all in our feelings about these things <laughs> and think nobody deserves to go to the pro bowl and this team's terrible and trade everybody and and do a 100% turnover of the roster. It's not how it works. He's going to be here and he's going to be very good when the team gets good at some point. He okay. he's fine. He's an excellent defensive tackle. He's not as statistically he's not as good as he's been in years past, but he's, but he's still an excellent defense. It's like all this hate on Terry McLaurin all of a sudden. And and I was the guy who had to talk you guys I was saying he's not a top 10 receiver and you guys were like, but now everybody wants to trade him. And I'm like, you're crazy. (laughs) Terry McLaurin is a valuable piece of this. Of this going going forward. Valuable piece. They're just having a down year. So, uh, so anyway, (laughs) all right. um, Kyron Williams, by the way, these people we're talking about too. Not Matt Stafford. He's a 1-1. But go look up Cooper Cup's draft position. Puka Nakua, Tyler Higby, yeah. Kyron yeah. Williams. Yeah. These are all second, third, fourth rounders. Cooper Cup is MVP as a receiver. Yeah. And I think he was a third rounder. He might have been a second rounder. But either way, th- again, there's MVPs everywhere in the draft. Not just at 1-1 and 1-2 and 1-3. Um. Yeah. Kyron Williams is a problem, Trev. He's averaging five yards a carry. Our five. run defense is, is not as bad as our passing defense. It's yeah. bad, but it's not as bad. It's it's not as bad. Yeah, and and I think we sit there and we watch this team week after week, and we, we watch them stop the run for the most part, and then somebody has a 64-yard touchdown. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like they were just and absolutely shutting down the Patriots, and then all of a sudden Stevenson runs a sixty-four yarder, and you're like, "Where did that come from?" And if we can get David Miracle Whip to show up to games outside of mm-hmm. when we play with his former team, the Giants, we might <laughs> yeah. be able a little bit better in the in the run stop. But 
whatever. But the the defense, Trev, this year has been so mystifying to me. I don't get not, it either, bro. Not just that they haven't been good, but how bad they've been. The explosive plays that they constantly give up. It's the ridiculous. 30 points per game that they give up is mind-blowing to me. We didn't lose anybody on defense. We just added to it. We lost Bobby McCain. Who? And Bobby and Cole Holcomb. Who? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I want I want to go back to a comment here. Um, somebody was asking us here, which is not about the Rams, but I, I did like the question uh, from Brent Headley. Stoner or Trev, would you give up a draft pick for Mike Tomlin, or will it take more picks? And what rounds do you think? Yeah, Are you a Mike a Tomlin pick. guy? I like Mike Tomlin. I do. Um, I don't know how much I'd give up for him. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I wouldn't, you know, give him the whole kit caboodle for him. But. Yeah. I, yeah. As far as compensation for a coach, I don't really know what's value, you know, what right. sort of value I would give up. But I would I would love Mike Tomlin to be the coach of the Washington Commanders in 2024. I just don't want to give up too much for him. Um. All right, Trev. A little bit more on the Rams before uh, I know okay. you're going to head out here. Uh, mm-hmm. I do want to hear, maybe before we go in, in terms of the Rams, um, defensively, of course, they still have Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald is going to be going up against Chris Paul, Tyler Larson with a banged-up knee, <laughs> and Cosby. What is what is Aaron Donald gonna go oh. gonna do to this commander's interior offensive line? He's gonna at least get two sacks, not even playing. Um it's NFL, it's all about adjustments. And he's kind of had a quiet the couple of past couple of years since the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, you know, his he was contemplating retirement. Yeah, that, that um, probably plays into it. You know, he hasn't really come up in the conversation of defensive player of the year or MVP like he used to. He doesn't really get mentioned in the top 10, like, interior prep, like, you know, all the mm-hmm. lists. You don't see Aaron Donald on there. But that yeah. doesn't mean you sleep on Aaron Donald. No. God, no. You It'll take not. a game like this for him to remember, for people to remember if they forgot who Aaron Donald was or yeah. is. So he's going to wreck. Yeah. And to be honest, you go ahead and put Nick Gates in there and let his nastiness shine out on this game because Tyler Larson, I'm sure you're a great guy off the field, but you don't have that dog in you. And we signed Nick Gates in the offseason for some money. There's four games left. Tyler ain't going to make a difference. Go ahead and let that man heal up and put in Nick Gates and, and bring that tenacity. He might get, you know, worked, but he ain't going down without a fight. Aaron Donald's going to wreck us. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think Aaron Donald's going to be a problem. This team does not do well against good pass rushers. Um, that's a that's another thing when you were bringing up Nick Gates. That's another thing we're going to talk about in future content is in the last four seasons, the free agency record of one oh, Ron gosh. Rivera slash Marty Herney, um, which has been abysmal free agency. Just think about this year. Wiley, Gates, um, and Cody Barton. 
those are your three big pickups this year. You know, like, and I just don't, I don't understand what it is. These names were names previously before they came here. Say what you want about Cody Barton. He had mm-hmm. over 100 tackles in Seattle, and sure. he was balling in Seattle. Wiley probably had the same stats, but the playoffs to the Super Bowl, he didn't allow a sack. Yeah. And you really didn't know anything about it. And who was the other one you said? Um, uh, Nick Gates. Yeah, Gates, of course. Gave us problems every time we played him when he was in New York. Yeah. Like he was a, a bomb dog of a center, came here, yeah. and he came and get this. So it's like I don't know what it is about our, our organization where people – just lose their limelight when they come to play us. William yeah. Jackson, he was balling in Cincinnati. Now where is he? Ever since he came yeah. to us, where is he now? Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. So. Yeah. Um. All right, Trina, before, uh, before we go on to the cool down, and uh, yeah. I know you got to get out of here, so uh, I'll handle the cool down uh, with all the okay. folks in the uh, in the chat here. But um, yes, got to give your prediction. Before okay. you head out, what you think is going to happen on Sunday and score? It's a four o'clock game. It we're is. Playing in Holly, we're playing in Hollywood. Hollywood. A lot of distractions over there before game day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, playing inside, like I said already, on the turf. Yep. The Rams, these two teams are literally what their records indicate. We are 4-9 for a reason. And the Rams, like you mentioned, are average across the board when it comes to stats. Their record 6-7. and seven. That's pretty mediocre. So I think we're going to put up a fight. I think we're going to win this game. It's going to be scrappy. I think the Rams are going to come out, lighten it up a little bit in the first, like go up 7 nothing quick or 10 nothing mm. quick. Like and the then, Dolphins. yeah, and then we'll settle in and make this a game and be competitive and come out winning 27-20. to 20. 27 to 20. So yeah, you think I think Washington's you get, gonna be able to keep it close. If I, I do, I think if you can contain Aaron Donald, uh is Bobby Wagner back? No, he went back to Seattle, didn't he? Yeah, he went back to Seattle. Okay. If you can contain Aaron Donald and give Sam Howell time, we gave that yeah. man a week and a half for some practice. He who knows, he could light it up. This could be a Terry McLaurin coming out game. I don't think the Rams are known for their secondary. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, 27-20, Commanders. Focused, competitive. Well, 27-20, Rams. Com- no, Commanders. <laughs> Hold on. Commanders. Can somebody – okay, look. I'll give Commanders. you a break, Trev, because you're sick, okay? I'll, uh, Commanders. We can just mark this up to – You know, yeah, I was going to say earlier, but I didn't know the right time, but now's a good time. I really – since when, when I've kind of lost interest in watching these last games just because I'm so mm. frustrated of how this season, how we've lost. Sure. I'm used to losing. But yeah. by the way we've lost, we've been like putting up Colts and Jaguars and Texans back in the day number losses when they were getting blown out. That's what we yeah. are now, Browns yeah. and Lions. So it's just, I'm trying to find motivation to be a fan again for these last four games. Yeah. So I'm going to start by on this show, on episode 151, saying, we're going to win 27-20. Love it. I love it, Trev. 27-20 Commanders is yes, – I wrote down Rams just because just no. I assumed. It's and then commanders. you said Commanders, and I tried to correct you, and you were like, no, no. <laughs> I meant Commanders the entire time. Yeah. All right, Trev, thanks for, uh, for Thank popping here for a little bit, powering through. Yes. Uh, we do have yes, one sir. more segment left where we're going to get to uh, predictions, game predictions. 
uh, and such, but Trev is going to head on out. So I appreciate you, Trev. And, and uh, yes, sir. Hang in there, uh, whoever is going to be here for the cool down. We're going to talk all about the predictions coming up right now.